0: Terror in the Middle East, the rise of ISIS, believers being persecuted, a ruthlessly enforced convert or die policy. Today, a news journalist with first hand accounts of these ISIS atrocities, how ISIS activity will affect you, and how it all ties into last day's prophecy on Jewish Voice.
1: Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, a program to help you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith, Bible prophecy, and world events surrounding Israel. Well, there is a crisis raging in the Middle East that's desperately calling for our attention and help. ISIS is advancing, and Christians in the Middle East are being persecuted. And if these terrorists are not confronted, we will certainly face more dangerous days ahead. It's time for the church here in the United States to step up and do something about it, to be a voice for those who are being persecuted, to pray for them and to bring about change. Here to report on what he is experiencing in the front lines in northern Iraq is the Jerusalem Bureau Chief for CBN. Please welcome my good friend Chris Mitchell. Chris, welcome back. It's great to be with you, brother. Thank you. You know, I heard that I heard you were going to be available uh-huh. in in yeah. the area, and I just I said, grab him because you have been on the front lines. I was actually just mm-hmm. in Israel, right? But you were right on the front lines, watching what was going on, watching the devastation yeah. of ISIS, the devastation they've they've left in their wake. Mm-hmm. Can you give us just a a quick report of your experience?
2: Yeah, we were there two times. We were there in June, just after ISIS took over Mosul, which is the second largest city in Iraq. That's ancient Nineveh. That's where Jonah went more than 2,000 years ago to preach his message of, uh, his reluctant message of repentance to the people that live there. And then we went back in August after ISIS expanded their outreach, and they took over a lot more uh, places like Mount Sinjar in Sinjar, where the Yazidis were, but took over a number of Christian areas as well. And when, after I had this experience, really a privilege, Jonathan, to be with some of these people, many of the Christians that were persecuted, some of the Yazidis as well. I really felt responsible to be able to come back and tell their story and tell three things. First of all, who ISIS is and, and what their agenda is. Second, tell people uh, about the persecution of Christians in the Middle East, not only through ISIS, but other places as well. And third, help people prepare for the days ahead. We live in dark, dangerous days,
1: and we I do. want people to, to help get You say in your book, Fragile Times. They are fragile. I I think it's absolutely true. Okay, I want to talk about these these three things. Sure. So who is ISIS? How did they get started? And how are they different or a greater threat than Al-Qaeda? Well, they're a
2: greater threat in in part because they have land. They they control land maybe the size of England right now. Uh, ISIS began as AQI, which is Al-Qaeda, uh, Iraq, and they began back in the mid-2000s, around 2005, by Zarqawi, who was uh, eventually died. Uh, two members of uh, al-Qaeda took over after him, and then a man named al-Baghdadi, after they, those two were killed, he took over. He formed the Islamic State of Iraq. Expanded it to Syria, it be called ISIS, Islamic State of Iraq and Syria, and then d- last July, which was really significant, Jonathan, he established what he's called a caliphate. He calls it the Islamic State. As I said, it controls land about the size of England, maybe eight to ten million people underneath uh, that umbrella right now, and and they pose a significant threat uh, to the stability of the whole Middle East, and in fact, the world. Are we talking?
1: Is it hype? Or are we talking about? the most powerful terrorist organization perhaps we've ever seen in history?
2: I think we have. I mean, al-Qaeda was was one branch, and they all share much of the same ideology, but they have different tactics. Uh, I think uh, when ISIS took over and they they blurred the political lines, I mean, there had been a political line between Syria and Iraq for almost 100 years called the Syke-Pico line, and, uh, and they blurred that because they, they actually decimated that particular line because they don't see political boundaries like we do. They see they want to have a, a really a caliphate, which is a, like this Islamic empire, that doesn't have any political boundaries as we know them today. We had the opportunity to go into a refugee camp that was about 15 minutes from ISIS, and we sat down with a former Iraqi soldier who worked in intelligence, and he interrogated many of these ISIS fighters, and he said, he told us, That what they told him is that they want to take over parts of uh, the Middle East, Syria, and Iraq. Eventually, they want to take over Europe,
1: and then they have a global agenda. They really want to take over the world, and that's what their goals are. Yeah. So we look at that. We we can't look at them as some regional battle, some regional war that doesn't affect America. No, it affects it's a terrible mistake.
2: Exactly. And and the FBI director said not too long ago that they have active investigations in every fifty every one of the fifty states in the United States. So they want to infiltrate What's going on here in the West, and really, this is a and this is a theme in part of the book. Uh, we're really having a battle of Western civilization. We're fighting groups like ISIS and Hamas and Al Qaeda that really have an agenda that they want to confront what
1: we know as Western civilization. I've heard this on some news outlets; others deny denies it. We have, they've declared war on America. For sure. did mm-hmm. you see it that way? Oh, yeah,
2: they, they have declared war on America, war on the West, more on Christendom. Uh, you know, they see democracy as their enemy, and so they have declared war on us. And uh, whether or not we want to recognize it, uh, whether or not we want to uh, realize that, that's what they, they have declared, war on us.
1: Yeah, it seems like a bit of an ostrich complex, though, doesn't it, to... Uh Stick our hand in the, if someone's declaring, I am your enemy, Mm -hmm. and I will destroy you if I have the means. When I think of the caliphate, I think of the Ottoman Empire, I think Mm -hmm. of Turkey. Exactly. What is Turkey's involvement, if any, with ISIS? What's well, the connection? Well, right now they seem kind of complicit with what ISIS
2: is doing. For example, there's dozens if not hundreds of ISIS fighters that have gone through Turkey into in northern Iraq and Syria. They're sort of aiding and abetting even though they're supposedly in the coalition uh, to oppose them. And as you mentioned the caliphate, the last caliphate began around 1517. It lasted almost a little over 400 years it was abolished in 1924 now people need to understand what a caliphate is it's sort of like this islamic empire that's ruled by sharia law islamic law and that's what they want to establish in the whole world and so the caliphate that they have declared was is the first time in almost a hundred years it was abolished in 1924 by then-president uh, of Turkey, Ataturk. He wanted to secularize Turkey. Uh, now Turkey seems to want to go the other way and Islamicize that whole yeah, nation. Now,
1: I've, heard, I've heard Prime Minister Netanyahu connect Turkey to ISIS in the same way that ha- Hamas and Hezbollah have been connected with Iran, particularly it, Hezbollah. Exactly. Uh, uh-huh. So do you see some yeah, they're, they're same, exactly. The same sort of
2: relationship where they're, they're kind of giving aid and comfort to the enemy. And uh, so, you know, ISIS fighters, those that are quote, recruits from all over the West, from Europe and even the United States,
1: uh, many times the route that
2: they take to this Islamic State is through Turkey.
1: Don't go anywhere. Chris is going to continue to tell us about what he experienced in northern Iraq and how we can help those believers who are facing persecution by ISIS and up next an important update that you need to see an impoverished tribe of Jewish people who desperately need your help stay with me
0: Your gracious gift in support of the work of Jewish Voice right now will make you a vital part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Today, we are urgently preparing for one of our next medical clinics to bless a remote lost tribes community in Zimbabwe, who clearly have ties to the ancient people of Israel particularly the Levites, and have been practicing distinctly Jewish customs for centuries. Our medical teams will provide more than just physical care and comfort. They will share God's love and the good news that Jesus is their promised Messiah. Today, we urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital upcoming outreach. Time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable there, especially infants and toddlers. You can help save them, but you must act now. Will you be a blessing to these needy Jewish people? Call or click right now to share life-saving help, and we'll say thank you by sending you the book by Jonathan's guest, Chris Mitchell, which was highlighted on today's broadcast. In Destination Jerusalem, CBN News Middle East Bureau Chief Chris Mitchell takes you to the front lines of the conflicts burning through the Middle East today, including the spread of ISIS, the ongoing isolation of Israel, and the struggle for Jerusalem. As you read, you'll learn how to prepare for what lies ahead in what may be the most challenging days of our lives. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $100 or more today to help bless some of the neediest Jewish people on earth, we'll also send you our beautiful and practical Afghan throw. This specially created Afghan carries the spiritual reminder to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. It will make a comforting and inspirational addition to your home. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. I'm back with CBN News Bureau
1: Chief in Jerusalem, Chris Mitchell, who's just written a new book. It's called Destination Jerusalem, ISIS, Convert or Die, Christian Persecution and Preparing for the Days Ahead. And the byline is a bit shocking, ISIS, Convert or Die, Christian Persecution and Preparing for the Days Ahead. This is a serious issue. Talk a little bit about the book, and I, I'm going to quote something that I want you to talk about on, uh, on one of the chapters yeah. here on page 153. Well,
2: I, I wrote it because I really felt
1: responsible.
2: I mean, convert or die, I can remember being in a, a refugee tent with a family, a Yazidi family. Many people heard about the Yazidis uh, for the first time last summer. Uh, they lived in a, a city called Sinjar, and when ISIS came in, uh, many of them fled to Mount Sinjar. Uh, and a number of them uh, actually died on the mountain but we had the opportunity to sit in and sit on the ground and talk to these families and we talked to uh, one lady a mother called Udaida and her her actually name means god giveth and she talked about her son who was on the mountain with his family and went back into the village to try to get some food. He was captured by ISIS, he was beheaded, his eyes were gouged out. Uh, His friend, who was actually there uh, during our time there in the tent, uh, buried him. Uh, But that was the choice that many were given, convert or die. We also talked to two 12-year-old boys. Uh, that that actually uh, had had seen ISIS kill one of their neighbor girls because she was given the choice to convert. She refused, and they killed her. And so you can imagine what happens to a 12-year-old boy. little girl, little little neighbor girl, and these two uh, two 12-year-old boys, we saw them in the refugee camp just sitting beside a car and uh, in the shade of the car. And these people were in 50-degree heat sometimes, Celsius, that's... Fahrenheit about hundred and twenty degrees. That's called
1: Phoenix without air conditioning. <laughs> <But that's...
2: laughs> yeah, and so these people have been there for months in many of these refugee camps. That was the stark choice that
1: many of them were given, uh, convert or die, and but Christian Chris, persecution. Wh- why, the, why convert or die, I understand, but why the brutality? Why the gouging out of eyes? Why the beheadings? Why such severity and brutality? I
2: think part of it is, is they want to strike terror into the non-believer. And so when we see the videos of those 21 Coptic Christians uh, on on the beach there that were beheaded, the Jordanian pilot who was just brutally burned to death, I think part of their strategy is to sow fear into the non-believer. And then they reap this, uh, this harvest of submission. That was part of the tactics that we heard about when we first went there, that they would release these videos and people would be just terrified, uh, uh, fearful about what ISIS would do or could do to them. And so I think that, that helps them make a more subservient and submissive uh, population. It's
1: just, it's so demonic. It, it is really demonic, is. Yeah. Uh, what I also find troubling is, is the growing number of young people who are living in democratic countries Mm -hmm. who want to leave it all behind and go fight for ISIS, American citizens, British citizens, French citizens that are desiring to go and fight with isis right that is absolutely twisted to me it is twisted and it is a spiritual battle and
2: because of the savvy use of social media that isis uses you know it attracts some people and and for whatever reason something that would repulse you and i or or most people listening here you know is attractive to to these people so they're attracted to that and many times that's the danger when they come there into Uh, into ISIS-controlled area, they get indoctrinated, and then they can go back. Uh, We just actually interviewed a a father in East Jerusalem just a few weeks ago. His son was, was attracted by ISIS, and they promised him women, they promised him money, they promised him villas, and actually he did go and he uh, escaped. He went out of Israel. He was a he was an Israeli citizen. He lived in East Jerusalem. He went at ISIS and then he found out that all the things they had told him were lies. And so he called his family. He actually skyped with them and he said he wanted to come back. He tried to get back through the border in Turkey. He was captured by ISIS and then he was accused of being a spy for the Israeli spy agency, the Mossad. Didn't work out the way he no, wanted, not at that's all. for sure. And tragically he was killed executed by a twelve-year-old boy and you can imagine that he just shot this uh, man in cold blood and that's one other thing that's happening is that there's really an indoctrination of a new generation of young boys and and girls into this caliphate into the sharia law that's uh,
1: that, that they're breeding to continue their fight uh, against the West. This is the greatest danger the world faces right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the, the spiritual side of this. And, and this is very interesting, and I want you to help us understand this. Just as, as we as believers, Christians are, are expecting the Messiah mm-hmm. to return. Right. Jews, observant Jews, are expecting the Messiah to come. They have a messianic connection here, right? That the, the, the caliphate for, is pregnant with prophecy, exactly, the whole idea of definitely. the caliphate. Can you help us understand that? Well, they, they have an end-time theology and they
2: many, many of the people, the fighters of ISIS, believe that they're in the end times. Uh, there's a city that we talk about... sure share that in common. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we do. We, we uh, you know, Messianic believers, uh, Christians believe we're in the end times. And so there's both a Sunni and a Shiite understanding of the end times. ISIS, which is Sunni, uh they actually talk about a to- town called Deir D-A-B-I-Q, and it's actually the, the title of their publication that they do on a monthly basis. Now, the idea behind Dabiq is it's a town in Syria, and they believe part of their prophecy is that there'll be a great end-time battle there, that 80 of these crusader or Roman, it's talked about Roman, but that can be translated to be the crusader nations, come there. They fight against ISIS or the Muslims. Eventually, first of all, the, the crusader nations are decimate many of the Muslims, but then the Muslims... Uh, eventually win and this helps precede the, the arrival of their Islamic Messiah called the Mahdi and uh, this, this is an, uh, their, their version of their Messiah that comes and also they, part of their ideology, their theology is that Jesus comes as well and Jesus comes as a Muslim and he uh, abolishes Christianity. And establishes, yeah, it's almost, a, as Joe Rosenberg says, a photographic
1: negative of our end times. People that are watching this program right now, we've talked, you've talked throughout the, the program about what we need to be doing, but just sum that up. Mm-hmm. The time is short. What, what can, what can, we've talked about ISIS and Iran and, uh, and um, the Middle East, right. and what, what can we do? Yeah, well, we what talked about we it,
2: uh, I guess to sum up, uh, it would be to pray. And uh, pray not only for ourselves, for our families, for those that need to come to the Lord, but pray for our brothers and sisters that are suffering right now. It says in Corinthians, when one member of the body suffers, we all suffer. So we need to join them in their suffering, to pray for them, to support them, to give where we can to the many ministries that are helping them right now. And be informed, as I said, about you know, being uh, like the sons of Issachar. Uh, you know, if we are on a day like... Uh, Charles Dickens said the best of times the worst of times and Isaiah said it's a time of great light and great darkness I think it's a challenge to all of us and I quote in the book from Winston Churchill when the uh, the battle of Britain was about to begin and they faced one of their darkest hours and he said let us brace ourselves to our duties and that men may say in the future that this indeed was their greatest hour, and I think the church right now can be rise up, and it could be the greatest hour of the church
1: in these days. I, I couldn't agree with you more. The book will help people how? Well, I think the book will help people understand what's going on. That's
2: what I wanted to do, was to describe and and from uh, you know the the privilege I had to be in refugee uh, tents, to be in a a crowded apartment with persecuted brothers and sisters. I really felt responsible to bring that story back so people could hear hear their heart and understand the times, uh, the rise of ISIS, the threat of Iran, uh, the days that we're living in. And so that was my attempt to help people understand uh, and bring back a story. A lot of people can't, don't have that opportunity to go to Erbil or a refugee camp uh, to be on the front lines. And I, I just felt it responsible. I really felt like it was on my heart. Uh, that I had to write this book to tell people what's happening, how they can get ready. Chris, my brother, I believe this is your
1: greatest hour. Thanks for coming with us (laughs) on the program today. Really good to have you. Great to be with you. If you want to understand the impact that ISIS is having in the Middle East, how prophecy is unfolding and how history's final chapters will be written in Jerusalem, I want you to be sure to get Chris Mitchell's latest book, Destination Jerusalem. But first, an important update on a tribe of Jewish people who desperately need our help, your help. Stay with me.
0: Your gracious gift in support of the work of Jewish Voice right now will make you a vital part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Today, we are urgently preparing for one of our next medical clinics to bless a remote lost tribes community in Zimbabwe, who clearly have ties to the ancient people of Israel, particularly the Levites, and have been practicing distinctly Jewish customs for centuries. Our medical teams will provide more than just physical care and comfort. They will share God's love and the good news that Jesus is their promised Messiah. Today. We urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital upcoming outreach. Time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable there, especially infants and toddlers. You can help save them, but you must act now. Will you be a blessing to these needy Jewish people? Call or click right now to share life-saving help. And we'll say thank you by sending you the book by Jonathan's guest, Chris Mitchell, which was highlighted on today's broadcast in destination jerusalem cbn news middle east bureau chief chris mitchell takes you to the front lines of the conflicts burning through the middle east today including the spread of isis the ongoing isolation of israel and the struggle for jerusalem as you read you'll learn how to prepare for what lies ahead in what may be the most challenging days of our lives if god has blessed you with the means to share a gift of 100 dollars or more today to help bless some of the neediest Jewish people on earth, we'll also send you our beautiful and practical Afghan throw. This specially created Afghan carries the spiritual reminder to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. It will make a comforting and inspirational addition to your home. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember... Your generous gift will make you a part of extending life saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. I want to show you a
1: tribe in Zimbabwe that has retained Old Testament traditions and rituals for over 2,500 years. They're called the Lemba. And we recently held a wonderful outreach to provide medical care, dental care, eye care, eyeglasses, medicines, all completely free of charge. But most importantly, we shared the Messiah with them, and many, many came to faith, thousands in fact. And it was people just like you that helped us to make a difference in their lives. Take a look.
3: they couldn 't do anything i 'm shocked and then and then they can speak and and they can hear and they can say their names babies that that there was this eighteen month old baby that, that couldn 't even stand up or sit up nothing and and then it had uh, witchcraft bracelets on its wrist. they were cut off, and the baby sat up immediately i mean <laughs> eyes eyes to see with adults i 've seen so many miracles I, my heart is is just filling up i 'm I'm forever going to be changed over this entire experience. It's the best thing that has ever happened to me.
1: The Lord is looking down on this with favor, and He's looking down on this that He loves culture and He loves diversity. And uh, I had such a warm, wonderful feeling that the Lemba here are very gentle and loving people, and that the Lord has not forgotten them, and that they have retained as much as they possibly can of their culture and of their um, of their Jewishness there's so much more to do we'd love to have you join us on one of our medical outreaches for more information or to volunteer you can call 800-299-9374 or you can go to www.pleaseanswerthecall.org. All one word, pleaseanswerthecall.org. Our mandate at Jewish Voice is to go anywhere in the world where there's Jewish people open to the gospel, and it takes volunteers. This is absolutely critical to these outreaches, and I promise you this, if you come on an outreach, God will use you, and in the midst of using you, he will change you as well. We need you to say, Hineni. here am I, send me.
3: I think when you see the need, um, when you take care of some of these people who are so poor and so appreciative and really so very sick, and really coming and doing some of these trips is what helps me keep going during the year when I'm doing my regular practice. I'm forever going to be changed over this entire experience. It's the best thing that has ever happened to me. Be an important part of God at Work in these last days. We need volunteers urgently for this outreach. Say yes to being God's hands and feet. Please, answer the call.
1: Since 1967, Jewish Voice has been dedicated to proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus is Messiah and Savior to the Jew first and also to the nations now one way we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world we've been able to demonstrate God's love by providing these people with medical care dental care eye care eye surgeries all free of charge but most importantly we share the gospel And it's because of your faithful support that we're able to make a difference in their lives. If your answer is yes, we have some very special ways of saying thank you today. I've selected some helpful and encouraging resources that I'd like to send you. You can call or click or right now to share and request them all. And remember, your generous gift is going to be used to help some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Hey, by the way, we're on Facebook. You can check us out by going to facebook.com slash Voice. Well, that's all the time we have for today as I leave you. I want to remind you, as I do in every program, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. The Bible promises they shall prosper that love thee. Until next time, this is Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you.
2: Jewish Voice is made possible by the support of friends and partners like
1: you.